welcome to this week's Dev in the Detail podcast. I'm Rob Parkinson. This is a pop-up uh, looking back at the game against Catalan Dragons and forward to the Warrington game. Paul, no, we had a great time, didn't we, last night? Yeah, we certainly did. It was a fantastic night last night. You know, it's absolutely roasting when I got to the ground and uh, really sort of carnival atmosphere. I know there was a lot of emotions in the week and a lot of, a lot of sad things have happened, but I think the players gave everybody a bit of a lift, didn't they? And it was great to see everybody on the, on the, on the field with it and all the kids. And I've seen that fantastic photograph that Steve McCormick took and it's a, it really does sum up the night, that one. Yeah, great photo by Steve McCormick. He takes... Unbelievable pictures, but that's got to be up there with, uh, you know, one of his best, I think. Uh, what else have we got on the show this week, Paul? Yeah, we've got Ryan Lennon, Logan Tompkins and Robert Louis. They'll be reacting to uh, last night's big stream. We've got Ian Watson in Coach's Corner. We've also got a special interview with club blogger David Clegg. And we'll also be previewing Monday's fixture with Warrington Wolves. Cool, so we'll do, we'll uh, start with a victory against Catalan uh, last night. You're listening to Devil in the Detail and this is your Big Match Review. So, Salford Red Devils were victorious against Catalan Dragons last night, 50 points to 12. What an outstanding performance, Paul. Super performance, Rob. Um, probably the best 40 minutes for me this season. I know the whole first half was a special first half, you know, being away from home. But at home, I think that, that was a super first half. Some of the rugby league we played that first half. The backing up support, play ball handling. You know, a couple of the tries there. Eh? Wow, this world's someone I'm trying to do. An absolute joy to watch and... Uh, you know, we put on a real good show last night and what was an emotional night with all the going on this week and all the sad things that have happened this week and um, I think the sort of gave us a bit of a lift last night. Yeah, it was, it was a magical uh, evening full of super rugby league. Uh, we had a quite a strong side out, didn't we, Paul? We certainly did, yeah. We lined up with Gareth O'Brien at full-back, Nia Levels, Josh Jones, Chris Wallen and Greg Johnson. The half-back to Robert Louis, Michael Dobson. Uh, in the forwards, we had Lyman Tazit and James Hassan making his debut at prop. Logan Thompson from the Booker FM, Bernard Masilla, Wella Haraki and Ozzy Kronhiki. And on the bench we saw with Matt Flanagan, Ryan Lannan, Craig Kopchak and Chris Bryan. Yeah, all Salford opened the scoring after six minutes. A good try by uh, Gaz O'Brien, lovely upworks opening by Rob Lewis, putting through the hole. Yeah, it certainly wasn't. You know, Gareth O'Brien, he doesn't have, I said to Watson last week, he doesn't have to take some knock. He got a right bashing at the, the Magic Weekend off Adam Hickson, didn't he? And then he, he got flattened off Remy Casty early on and Casty got sinned in and then, uh, you know, he dusts himself off and, and slices through the, the Catalan defence to score an excellent try in the, in the early stages. Yeah, I think, obviously, Salford can go either side of the rook and there was plenty of uh, moments throughout the game. Salford second try, a try by Josh Jones on the other side of the field, Paul, and Salford testing both sides of that Catalan defence. Nice pass from Lama Tazi as well, you know, over a forward, he's got, he's got a good brain, Lama Tazi, he drew a lovely pass out to Josh Jones. We seem to be creating space for fun. We seem to be opening gaps, but a lot of that was down to the way we were playing. You know, the support play was absolutely excellent last night, and everyone was sort of we were just moving forward. We were like a juggernaut last night. One was just tearing them apart, and uh, yeah, great for Josh Jones to get over because he had another good game, really solid again. Yeah, and then obviously um, Salford scored again, uh, try on a twenty-second minute by Salford's number twenty-two, Chris Wellen. Um, obviously on the night where we pay our respect to the 22 people that have passed away. He goes over in the corner. That's, you know, that's uh, really strange how that worked out. And he got the man of the match as well. Yeah. It was a special night for, uh, for Chris Wellham. I believe they've been auctioning his shirt off. I'm not sure how that's going on, but they were auctioning his shirt off, I think, for charity. But special player, very special player, Chris Wellham. I think he's, he's slotted in and he's, he's been one of the, the best buys we've had for, for a long time. He, he really has been a surprise package this season. It's great to see because he's a lovely guy as well. And um, yeah, he's, he's playing superbly well, superbly well. 
He's, he's, he's attacked good. He works well with Greg Johnson, as we said on the previous podcast. He's got an eye for scoring as well, but he's also good at creating, so he's an all-round top player at the moment. Yeah, currently it's uh, £400 on the uh, on the Twitter. Uh, so obviously if you're uh, interested in that, keep your eye on that and uh, try and let's raise some more money uh, for, for the cars. Um, so obviously Salford are in, in, in so much control at that point, Paul, and it was really good the players were expressing themselves, it was movement, it was pace and it was power, it was it was a joy to watch really. Yeah, it certainly was. We just looked like we were going to score every time we had the ball. Um, they didn't have any answer to us, to us Catalan really, but the way, they were, the way they were playing, the confidence seems to be just flowing through the side at the moment and... Um, you know, we, we really do look unstoppable at the minute. And, um, you know, with the game coming up against Warrington, hopefully. It's a shame we've had a bit more of a rest because sometimes that rest period can affect you. But the way the players are playing, I think they, they want to play today, really, unless the bodies have let them because uh, the confidence, like I said, is just flowing through them. And, and they, all want to, they all seem to want to have hold of the ball, don't they? And that's, that's the good thing to say. Yeah, the new signing, James Hassan, came on, got Simbin, went off again. Uh, but obviously, you know, early, early stages in his Salford career, we can't really look at that performance. I'm sure after two or three games, he'll settle in and put in some, you know, really good performances. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, it'd be unfair to judge you know, James on, on that first performance. I think you've got to give the lad a, a couple of weeks ago to find his feet in this country. You know, he's come over from Australia. Sometimes it takes you, takes you a while to get get into the swing of things, and especially with the way we're playing, you know, the high intensity we're playing. I was going to take the lad a bit to, to learn things out, and uh, no, I thought he was solid in defence, what he did, so uh, no, we do we do judge what I mean, I mean, he got sipping, but I think he was just a mistime tackle than that, so, uh, but yeah, other than that, I thought he didn't put a foot wrong, to be honest. Yeah, Catlin had a couple of opportunities early on, but Salford, you know, were in total control at this point, tried by nine levels, Daz O'Brien working his magic, sending in him over in the corner, uh, you know, with a good finish, I reckon. Oh, Naya Levels is a great finisher. We, we know that, don't we? He's, he's got lots of pace. He's a very good support player as well. And he, I, I think he's a, he's a good winger. I think he can play on the wing. I know Niall probably wants to play full-back, but we've got a good full-back in Gaz O'Brien. But to me, Naya Levels has got to be on the side just for his support. They play alone and his finishing ability. Because he, he always gets caught with a try. I mean, since he's got back into the side, I think he's scored nearly every week. So, uh, and his pace as well. He's full of pace, Naya Levels. And, he probably walked into any other Super League side, wouldn't he? So, yeah, excellent. Another good finish from him as well. Yeah, so Salford were in total control at that point, playing some really good rugby. Uh, Ryan Lannan managed to get him get over the line. Good work by Gaz O'Brien, putting him through the hole. Managed to get over the line before celebrating this time as well, Paul. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But that, the build-up to that try was excellent. I think it was Greg Johnson who made a half-break, didn't he, down sort of the, the near side of the West Ham. He was only, like I said, it was only a half-break, but I think, I can't remember he got the ball out. I think it was too well and Michael Dobson was involved and they just seemed to keep backing each other up, you know, getting the ball out where they could and then, then in the end Ryan Lennon ended up going over the try in, in centre field but that, that was an excellent score and yeah, he uh, he didn't celebrate until he got over the line this week so he's, uh, he's obviously learned his lesson from uh, Mr Watson. Yeah, confidence was, was sky high, Paul. I think, I know every player we're losing confidence, that's what you need in a, in this situation where you know, you're towards the top of the table, you know, you're always backing up, loose ball, you're there picking up the pieces and you know, it was a joy to watch I think. Certainly was, and I said to Lamatazi last night, and Lamar, every time we speak to him, he's very grounded, and he sort of never wants to give anything away. He always keeps telling me we've done nothing yet, we've done nothing yet, and I think it's an excellent attitude as well. You can't help sort of dreaming now that those players really are on the verge of something special, aren't they? The way, the way they're playing, and uh, you know they must, you know they must talk between themselves and set themselves goals. And Ian Watson will tell you, he texts every each game as it comes, which is quite right. I'm sure they're getting excited now about what they can achieve this season. You know, we're, we're second in the table, and 
we're quite a way through the season now, aren't we? And if we can stay up there and hit that middle eight, top eight, sorry, not middle eight, but top eight, and, and still be up there challenging, you know, who knows? If you finish in that top four, you've only got to win one game, you're in the grand final, so we're really exciting times ahead. And don't forget the cup as well. So we've got some, we've got the way we're playing as well at the moment. I'm absolutely uh, buzzing for the next game every week. Yeah, so obviously half-time came and went, everyone stood up, it was uh, like a standing ovation, it was quite surreal being stood at the top of the, uh, the stand, everyone as one, no one were leaving at, you know, at half-time to get the brew or whatever, everyone stood up as one and clapped the boys off, but you know, they were totally deserving of that, they were fantastic high fought in that first 40 minutes, probably the best 40 minutes I've seen in a, you know, from a Salford team in a long, long, long time. Uh, so obviously second half started, Salford, you know, regained control. Uh, Chris Brining, Paul, uh, one of our favourites, uh, managed to fend a couple of Catalan Dragon players off and went over by the post. Perfect start to the second half, Robin. If you watch that try back again, the strength that he showed there, I mean, he's he a slight bloke, Chris Brining's not the biggest of bloke, but he's got amazing upper body strength. He really has. And I remember when I spoke to him in the postseason when he first signed, I think that's something that he's been working on since he's come to Salford. Um, you know, he was telling me about the weight that he put on. Um, not so much body fat sort of thing, but you know the muscle that he put on in, in, in the full-time training. And I think we've, we've seen that as he's progressed through the season. He's a really strong bloke. That was a great finish, that. Well, and then uh, and a perfect start to the second half. Just, just sort of settled in. And I think that try sort of pushed us on to, uh, to close the game. Yeah, and then obviously Catalan uh, got back in it. They, they scored one try. Uh, but then the next bit, the big, the best bit, I think, Robert Louis' 80 metre dash uh, up the field. You know, showed great pace. Uh, to, to beat the uh, the Catalan cover? He certainly did, and I hope he didn't hear my match video because I said he had little legs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think his little legs did take him that far, but I did it when he set off. He never looks the quickest sort of bloke because he always seems to have that bit of a skip, but yeah. he has got a bit of pace, and you know, it was a great finish that one. Him and Dobson have got this wonderful partnership, you know, this wonderful understanding between each other, and the way they're playing at the moment, if they can stay fit, you know, we have got a real opportunity this season because Robert Lewis has been outstanding. And, you know, he did really well there because somebody actually, I think, caught him, but his determination, he wasn't going to be stopped there. He sort of bounced off the floor, didn't he? He got up and scored an excellent try. And, uh, you know, he was in the right place at the right time, so it was a kick through from, uh, from Catalan. He pouched it and, and went the 80 yards. So, a uh, great, great try from, from Robert. Yeah, so obviously, Salford win total control. Another try, another good try, I thought, was the Oli Krinicki one as well. Uh, carried a few Catalan Dragon players on his back and crashes over the line. And, you know, that's what that kind of score sums him up, I think. Yeah, he's another player that's really improved this season, obviously, doesn't he? He's, we, we talk about him every week, and he sort of goes under the radar sometimes, don't he? And, and misses out on a bit of the praise, but we try to praise him as much as we can because I think he's an excellent player, an excellent part of the team, and he's done well, you know, last few weeks, Mike, Mike Flanagan, say, struggled with injuries, but he's had a few knocks, hasn't he? And, um, you know, Watson's tried to rotate it a bit and, and bring out to Cosmic, and, and he's not let us down at all. He's dangerous, he makes a lot of meters. He's good at getting the ball out. He's a good defender. He's very tenacious in defence. Uh, and yeah, I was very pleased he got over the line for his try. Yeah. So obviously Salford, you know, were turning on the style then. A great try uh, by uh, Mark Flanagan. All the work uh, done by Ben Nurnabasara on the other, the other side of the field, making a bit of a weaving run, uh, terrorising that that defence of the Catalan Dragons. He was outstanding all night. Oh, that that try was was, was fantastic. I mean. It's just about, I've been thinking about that try all day today, just playing it back in my mind. Ben Murdoch, so I mean, that's what you, you go and pay, pay your money to watch. And for me, Ben Murdoch, so I'm biased because of what's over, but I think he's the best forward in the Super League at the moment. On current form, 
he's absolutely unstoppable. And the way he charged through there, he was like a halfback going through. And for such a big bloke, the pace that he's got, and he's, he's nimble of foot as well, he just seemed to go round defenders like he was like a halfback, you know, like a standoff. And he was, he was just a joy to watch, really. I mean, it's been a long time since we've had a forward like that playing for Salford. You know, he's been excellent this season. It was just a shame he couldn't go over for the try because that would have been some try, but it was great if we kept the, the momentum going and Mark Flanagan got over because he deserved the score from that. But Masilla, again, has been absolutely outstanding this season for us. And, you know, man, he, he'd be my man of steel at the moment because he's been excellent. Yeah, took us up to 50 points, Paul, with about 10 minutes to go. Uh, Catman Dragon scored at, at the end of the game, but, you know, Salford had done all the work and, and Fuller deserved the, the two points. Yeah, certainly. I was a bit disappointed when Catalan got over the uh, I don't like teams getting into when you when you you've got that role, you don't like him getting into double figures here score. But uh, well, no, it, it was an excellent display. It really was an excellent display. Nine tries against a team like Catalan. You've got some really good players as well, and especially at the way they beat us at their place on Easter Monday. It was nice to get revenge. I know Lamatazi said that to me. I think there was there was good in for the Dragons after that that game on Monday. I think they were really switched on for them. And excellent performance, great performance. And let's just hope we can take that now. And, into the Warrington game on, uh, on Bank Holiday Monday. Yeah, we spoke to Ryan Lannan, Logan Tompkins and Rob Louie after the game, and this is what they have to say. Right, I'm delighted to say I've been joined by Ryan Lennon. Another another try this week. You, you know, he didn't celebrate too soon this week either, did you know? Have you learned from your lesson the other week? Yeah, I've learned from lesson. Just thought I couldn't do it again because I've not heard last of it from the boys, so I'm just glad to get over the line. How does it feel playing in this side, though, with the confidence that they're playing at the moment? Yeah, it's unreal at the moment, the way we're playing and stuff. We're probably up there with Cass as the best teams to watch in the league as well, and it's obviously shown with the results we're playing, especially at home. If it would be anyone at home. Yeah. How do you feel about your own performance? Because you're, you're sort of in that side now aren't you and, you know pushing for a first team place yeah that's the main one I just want to be a regular in the team now so I'm just trying to nail down my position by working hard and keep like consistently playing well so just give what own headache as when the injured boys come back so. how are you feeling after today's performance you know you've got to back it up now on Monday you, are you going to be good to go on Monday or? yeah good to go I've got a few of the boys have come through so we should have a strong team another strong team and hopefully another strong performance next morning because they'll come out of hard again like Captain did how good was it to get over the line today you know, it was a big atmosphere, a big crowd today as well. Yeah, it must have been buzzing there. Yeah, I was buzzing to get over the line again, just personally as well. Just messed up the week before, I just wanted to put some things right, so I'm buzzing there. Yeah. What did what I'll say to you the week before, or can, we, can you not say that on the radio? I can't really say it, really. But, but it's a lesson to learn, isn't it? It's like, like you say, it was a great break that, by the way, and it was just unfortunate. Yeah, you just got to say, you learn, uh, you're young, so just make sure you just learn from him, make sure you don't do it again. So that's, I'll pull out in a, a nice way you said that. Yeah, yeah, well, well congratulations on your try today, and thanks for speaking to Demi Thanks a Cheers, mate. So I'm joined by Logan Tompkins. What a brilliant win. Yeah, it was. Uh, you can't really plan to win like that. We just knew that if we played our own game and, uh, you know, we owed them for what happened last time at uh, Catalan. So we were just very focused on starting the game well and carrying it on, well, trying to carry it on to the 80th minute. And uh, I think we did that very well. Yeah, full of great attacking play. Defence was spot on as well. How far can this team go? Well, I think we can go all the way this year. We're in definitely contention now. You know, we've put our name out there and we've set our stall, and people know that we're you know we're not just going to roll over like we have done in previous years. Uh, and we're just improving every week. We're not we're not falling in love with ourselves by any means. Not saying that we're the best team and everyone needs to challenge us. We're just taking it week by week, game by game, and uh, just focusing on what we need to focus on for that day, and then hopefully come up with the goods. Well, that's a good thing. Obviously, you know, the team seemed quite grounded, and you know, they're grinding out good results like like tonight, and the fans are really really enjoying. 
enjoying it. I know obviously you might not get that connection being on the playing side, but us fans can't believe you know what we're seeing every week in, week out. Yeah, the fans are great. They're, they're very loud, and because uh, a lot of that, especially when we travel away, we, you know, we've not got the, the biggest fan base, but it's it's coming. Uh, you know, our fits on us to play well and you know try and produce some rugby that people want to watch. Uh, but no, they're great. The the very proud fans. Yeah, looking forward to the Warrington game on Bank Holiday Monday. We're the team informed. They got a bit of a cane in tonight. Uh, you know, confidence is up. We you know we could go there and get get the win. Yeah, definitely. I've not even thought about the Monday game to be honest. It's a bit too soon yet. Uh, I, I don't even know what they've done tonight, whether they've won or lost. But same again, we, we don't really focus on other people. It's about us. We know that if we start the games well and be dominant like we did today in the first 20 minutes and follow it through to the 80th minute, we'll do well. Yeah, big thanks to talking to us in the devil the detail. So I'm joined by Rob Louis. What a great win that was, Rob. Yeah, it was. Um, um, Marwin put on put on a, put on um, something for the what happened over the over the weekend. I think it was good a good gesture from Marwin and hope we raised a few few for the um, victims. But it was just good to get the win, um, especially tough against Catalans. It was a tough team, big fours. But I thought we played really well. Yeah, played some outstanding rugby league. Your what was it? Eighty meter try. What kind of what kind of effort, super effort, effort was that? Nah, I just seen the front row and I didn't want to get caught by the front rower <laughs> because you know the boys would have been talking about it. But nah, it was all team effort. Thought our fours were good. Um, Gareth, hundredth game, he played well. Um, and Hassan, um, our new signing, he played real well first game. So was happy, happy with all the boys. Yeah, looking forward to Warrington on Bank Holiday Monday. What's the next couple of days? Is it rest and relaxation, trying to recharge the batteries? Um, so we enjoy this one, enjoy it tonight. Um, get our injuries, whatever, sorted tomorrow. Uh, recovery and look forward to Monday. Um, it's going to be tough going to Warrington. I mean, they're playing good footy, but uh, I think we just got to turn up with the right attitude and uh, get the job done. Yeah, big thanks for talking to us to the devil in the detail and you know, thanks for putting on the performance for us tonight, those fans. No, all good. That's all for So that was Ryan Lannan, Logan Tompkins and Rob Louie talking about the game, Paul, and all three very happy with the result. Yeah, it certainly was, and all three of them worked really hard as well. You know, they all put, they all put a shift in. It'd be very hard to choose a man of the match, and all Chris Wellham got the man of the match on the night, and he was excellent, but yeah, I, I, I don't, wouldn't like to, to, to have to do that as my job, because um, every week, you know, we have a, a rack of players, don't we, who put the effort in, I mean, all of them, to be honest, and you probably could have given it to anybody that night, but everybody was, was excellent, and nice to speak to Ryan Lennon as well, that's the first time I spoke to him this season, and he's a very confident young player with a massive future ahead of him, I know Ian Watson sings his praises really highly, and really rates him, and uh, now he's learned his, his lesson as well from him, <laughs> He's premature celebrating, and uh, it was nice to see him get over for a try because he really is blossoming for a good player. Yeah, looking at the stats, Paul, uh, sold for top tacklers. Uh, Cockjack with 26, Tomkins with 22, Tazzy with 34, Ollie Krunicki with 27, 27, Fanningham with 25. You know, there was lots of effort and commitment there from the, the forwards. Yeah, massive effort there from Lama Tazzy, 34 tacklers. And, you know, Lama does a lot, of, a lot of work as well, doesn't he, taking the ball up. And we were just uh, we were speaking about him last night, how, um, how he's come on. Palmer since he's come back. I mean, I know he didn't have the best time at St. Helens, but he's he seems a totally different player now, doesn't he? Uh, since he's since he's come back from there, and he seems to have matured, I think, as a player, and he's uh, he's been excellent this season. Great, great performance again. Yeah, looking at the meter makers, uh, Josh Jones 103, Wellen with 261, Ben Murdoch Masala with 118, Rob Lou with 152, and Evels with 128. You know, it's all about making. You know, the goal forward, goal forward, and you know, the boys made a, a lot of the yards, didn't they, on Friday? Oh, Chris Willett there, 260 metres, that's, that's amazing, isn't it? That's absolutely outstanding. That just goes to show you how, how many breaks he actually makes as well, doesn't he, Chris? He's so elusive, 
And for a guy who's only quite slim as well, he's only quite slight, he's not the biggest of folks. But he is, he is a really, really excellent player. And um, Greg Johnson must be loving having him as his centre because uh, I think he's our top try scorer, Greg Johnson. I was looking at the programme last night. I think he's got 10 and 11, I think, Greg. So uh, he'll be uh, buying uh, Chris a drink at the end of the season, I'm sure. Yeah, you spoke to Ian Watson after the game in Coach's Corner. And this is what he had to say. <laughs> Coach's corner. Right, Ian Watson. I mean, I'm I'm lost for words there, Ian. But I'll let you talk me through that. That was some performance that tonight. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. It was important that we kind of we focused on our tasks. There's obviously been a lot of chatting, build up to the game with everything that's gone on in the surrounding areas and things like that as well. But most importantly, it was us to focus on our own job and then focus on what the team can produce there by doing our own job and um, putting a performance in like what we've done tonight which will um, add to kind of the experience of what Marlon kind of threw on by opening the doors up to everyone. The side, I suppose, could have got swept away and all that tonight, couldn't they, you know, kind of a atmosphere, but they, did, they seemed to save the most professional performance of the season for tonight. It was no, a complete performance yeah, for them, They're a good group in that they focus on what they need to do and what their job is and the guys know their role, it's just like going out there and doing your job for the team and if you do your job for the team and get performances like that as well with the, with the effort and the attitude that we speak about all the time is um, that's what the group live and die by and they're doing a great job of it How pleased you with that ball under in the first half I and mean, there's some fantastic tries scored Denim is that stuff you're working on in the training ground Yeah this, this outstanding stuff in there to be fair and you've got players and all players can pass and they can kick and they can run it's just about choosing the right options at the right time and stuff like that and a lot of it comes down to um, just being smart enough and being in certain situations and which is what they get put in in training and then they've got to adapt to them on, on the run. Um, we hand a lot of it over to Gleese with our, some of our edges as well. Gleese was an outstanding edge, um, so he'll look at certain things for our edges to look at. He'll tip them up, they'll go out and they'll do it, and then we'll have a little look at it, see if they're doing it right. If they're not, we'll, we'll put it to them again. But they're led really well, and I know it's week by um, Dobbo and Rob Lewis, and, that, and they, are, they are led very well by them, the two smart players. Yeah, and they just add to us as a group. Another guy we seem to mention every week is Chris Wellham. I mean, his handling, the way the way he puts Greg Johnson away there, it's it's, it's lightning that partnership that Greg, yeah. Greg and Chris have got. Well, there was one thing I was doing ages ago, I was looking at and I was looking at some clips from um, Josh Mantelato um, of some of his tries at um, Hulk Air. And if you actually watch them clips on YouTube and you have a look at the guy who's creating all the tries for him, it's Chris Wellham. He must have absolutely created every single try he scored. And it was just a few beautiful little bits of skill and kind of movement as well and how he creates space for him he's an absolute class centre to be fair I'm surprised he's kind of not um, gone higher and higher in Super League but hopefully he can do that with us he can't get much higher than second top though Ian I mean, we're, we're doing alright in the ball. one thing that I noticed tonight that summed it up I think at 50 points to 6 Greg Johnson track back yeah. try saving tackle there I mean that yeah. must be something that, that pleases you to, yeah, the way that they keep going and yeah. you know, even when you it's such a winning margin you know, that desire that's flowing through the team yeah it? well there was a point in the second half where they started to break us and started to get the speed a little bit quick and if you look at it like certain people like Jono and them they scramble their attitude um, I think the try where they scored right at the death there double still sprinting 100 mile per hour to get back and try and stop it and he might not ever get there and stop it but he's trying and, and that's the effort that we won and how do you think James Hassan went on his debut? I thought he did great from the eye tackle, from the eye tackle yeah. um, his defence was solid very good to be fair um, early doors he was getting in he was urgent to get in as well he was controlling the rook speed for us and then I thought when we put him out in the right back row I thought he looked even a different handful again on there as well so that gives us something to use that we can use 
him in the middle, we can use him on the back row as well, because sometimes some people struggle to adjust, but he, he looks a useful acquisition. Is he just here till the end of the season? Or? At the moment he is, yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll see what happens on the back of that with us and with James and everything else. What was with the junior South tonight? Is he injured or was that selection? No, sele yeah, selection. Uh, selection. Junior's fine, um, Junior will work his way back in there. And did you hear your song again tonight, Ian? Yeah. We could hear them all singing it so you know what else. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, we do do that. <laughs> a bit like that, yeah. Well, thanks for speaking to us and good luck on Monday. And thanks, thanks a lot, mate. Brilliant. Cheers. Cheers. Coaches call. So, Paul, Ian Watson, very chuffed with that performance on Friday. Yeah, he certainly was. He's delighted, Ian Watson, and I was delighted for him, to be honest, because it's a bit like a dream this season. Every every time I speak to him, you know, I was a bit sort of lost for words on, on, the, on yesterday because... What, what do you really say? I mean, you can only congratulate him really on the, the performance. I don't know, Ian's a perfectionist here. We're looking at ways they can improve. And I don't It's hard to describe how, how you feel when you speak to him, really, because you just sort of stand there and you're in awe of him, really, because of the great job that he's doing. But um, I'm sure he'll keep going and hopefully we'll, we'll carry this great run on. Yeah, big thanks to everyone who did the three word match reports and my other matches. Uh, Chris and Janet Shannon, absolutely bloody brilliant. And uh, their man of the match was Ben Murnett Masala. Uh, I put simply the best Wellen John Yates supporting Sporters Club his man of match was Ben Murdoch Masala Natalie Taylor what a performance and her man of the match was Louis Colin Reynolds with the real deal and his man of the match was double for a double was outstanding on uh, Friday certainly was he's been outstanding all season his kicking game again was tremendous I thought um, just just the way he marshals us around the pitch and there's a few times where you know Catalan was sort of Coming back into the not coming back into the game, but sort of starting to put a bit of pressure on it. And then Dobson relieves that, you know, with his, with his kicking. And uh, he's excellent in attack as well. He's another one support player. And the few breaks he made again last night, he looks dangerous. Obviously, he's not got that pace that he used to have, sort of ten years ago. But he's he's still a he's still a top player and a top scrum man. Yeah, Paul Carney still can't download, uh, and his man of match was all of them. Uh, Andy and Fran. Uh, that's for Manchester. Obviously, it was quite an emotional moment, uh, you know, in the game and, and the night. And it was great. Everyone really, uh, you know, showed the, you know, the support and respect from, for what happened. Thought it was a, it was quite emotional. It certainly did. It was. It, it was a really good night. I really enjoyed last night. I mean, I enjoy all the games, but I sort of went to, to last night's game. It's it been a tough week, hasn't it? Let's have it right for, for everybody, in, everybody locally, and everybody in the country, really. You know, watching the things on the news, and it's very sad and. Your rugby league sort of takes a back seat, doesn't it? And yeah, I took my mind off the ball within the week thinking about what happened because you know, there was a lot of young people that were, were killed. And I, me and you have got your young kids, and I suppose a lot of the listeners have as well. You do sort of look at life in a different way, don't you? And going to the game, I wasn't as fired up as what I normally am. I just wanted to sort of enjoy the night. But the players didn't seem to switch off for me. They sort of switched on even more, didn't they? And they could have been forgiven for switching off last night on that sort of occasion. But, but no, they were very professional and. Um, it was a great night, and I think everybody was there and enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, Tracy, uh, my sort of win. Her man of the match was Rob Louis. Gary Carter, all about the 22. Uh, Martin Owen's defence was on fire. Um, but obviously, everyone was really, really happy, really positive about the, the result. And you know, it's, it's, it's a, a magic moment, I think, obviously, going to a game and Salford able to play like a, like Brisbane Broncos in disguise. It's, it's, it's so not what we're used to, and it'll take a long time, I think, to kind of. Uh, you know, get used to that. Yeah, well, we're not used to it, Rob. You know, you speak to me, Dad, and people of that generation, your dad, um, they, they sort of grew up on, on decent rugby, didn't they? I know it wasn't for long, it was only sort of a, 
period in the sort of the mid seventies, early seventies when we we were at the glory days, and then we were in the dark days a bit. Well, people like us who sort of we've never really seen anything like this. Haven't we? We've had a couple of decent seasons, haven't we? But you know, this is this is a new thing to us, really winning matches like this. We're used to disappointments and win one, lose two, win one, lose two sort of thing. But to be going on these these big runs, what we're on now? What is it now? We've lost one in eleven, is it? I wanted twelve. You know, that Wakefield away game, sorry, the Catalan game away from home, and you know, it's, it, it's, it's like a dream sometimes, isn't it? Watching it and long may it continue because we have waited a long time, we've been very patient, haven't we? And uh, now it's here, it's, it's a joy, absolute joy to watch. Yeah, attendance of 5,000 as well, Paul. Obviously, no, not many Catalan fans there at all, but you know, I think it was a massive uh, well done to the club. They had the uh, big LED screens in Caddy's head, they had a big bus driving around with uh, the fixture list, you know, with the uh, poster on it. And I think it's, it shows that, you know, if you put the, if you have the ability to, to do that and get yourself out of the bubble with them kind of things, you know, you can attract a crowd. Yeah, certainly. That was on a Friday night as well, wasn't it? So, uh, you know, on a Sunday night, they got even more people there. And I know they wanted to get people from other clubs to go, but what was tough last night, there was a lot of other teams playing. I think it was four other games last night, uh, other Super League games. So, um, you probably find, you know, if it hadn't have been, and it'd just been like a normal week, you might have got a few support from other sides coming as well. I know there was a few Warren inspectors there and, and league supporters. I thought there was more there than what they said. Um, I'm not going to get into an argument about that, but the West End seemed really full. I mean, you was higher up than me, so you'll be able to tell me better than that. Yeah. Where I was, was sat there, it was uh, people were sort of pushing each other out of seats and that, because I don't know whether they double booked the tickets and that, but it was really packed out in the West End. The atmosphere was tremendous, the noise was tremendous, the South Stand looked really, really full. And, uh, yeah, it was great. It was a great atmosphere. And uh, let, let's just hope we can build on that now because we've got some massive home games coming up. We've got a cup quarter final at home, which is on a, again is on a Thursday night, which is it's going to be tough to get a big crowd with the logistics of Thursday night. But let's hope we can build on that now. Yeah. So obviously, um, great performance by Salford Devils beating Catalan Dragons fifty points to twelve. I managed to speak to club blogger Dave Clegg about the game, and this is what he had to say. So I'm joined by uh, club blogger David Clegg. What a, what a great win that was. It was, it's taken me back 40 years. Uh, I feel 40 years younger, to be honest, Rob. Um, 40 years ago in the, at the Willows, we'd go and we had that sort of atmosphere, that style of rugby and the off-the-cuff stuff that they provided tonight, alongside that, a score similar to that, if you take off the extra point that they used to, we now get for a try that they didn't used to get then. And all in all, you spent you walked away from the ground and you were itching for the next match to come round as soon as you possibly could and tonight we've had it and if we could only get that atmosphere going week in week out for our home games we'll really take the rugby league by storm because the potential is there for us and we've got everything right for it at the moment now the players are absolutely on song the coaches staff have got complete control of everything that's going on and all it needs is for the fans to come and be entertained and how much entertainment there was last there out there 
fire, the ball was going around in all directions and they knew what they were doing. It was only us who were sort of caught out by it all. So yeah, absolutely great evening and roll on Monday when we can go and do the same at Warrington hopefully. Yeah, long long time to experience a game like that. You know, Salford in total control throughout but also playing fantastic rugby league. It's what us fans want, we want to be able to watch that and it must be, it's a joy, it has to be, that's the only way you can describe it really. When you come for entertainment and the entertainment value there tonight was superb. I mean, it was absolutely fabulous performance. Um, you could, Chris Wellham got the man of the match, and I'm delighted for Chris because he's coming to the side and he's had to find his way into how, how we were playing because all the other players on the whole were relatively settled players from last year but, um, and some had come and joined us during close season but Chris came in right at the, uh, the start of the season when we were ready for playing and he's made his way and the way he's played tonight, he, he's looked absolutely class and he has looked class on occasions uh, before but tonight he actually added that bit extra to it all and whether it's I know that um, the Catalan uh, players were concentrating on Ben Murdoch Masilla and poor Ben was sort of taking three or four players at a time but it frees up somebody else and we've got the quality all over the field that we can then utilize that and players that uh, have got that little bit of extra freedom can Re rejoice and enjoy it. Yeah, Warrington on bank on Monday, bank holiday. You know, with this team playing, the confidence they've got after smashing uh, Catalan Dragons tonight, we've got to go there thinking we can get a result. I actually thought that Catalan Dragons was going to be very tough because, of course, they'd lost their um, coach, and usually that um, triggers a, a mini revival, doesn't it? Um, for the same reason, I wish that Warrington hadn't have gotten beaten 40 nil because. Uh, I can imagine that they'll be coming out of the blocks um, with with plenty to prove on uh, in front of their own fans, and that'll be the difference between tonight and uh, Monday. Yep. They'll be in front of their own fans, and they'll be looking to show that all right, they were caught unawares, possibly by Leeds's um, attention and uh, attention to detail and uh, the quality that Leeds obviously have. Um, but they'll be wanting to actually do it against Salford because they'd probably reckon that we're we, we are both in the wrong positions because they're, they're usually the one in the top four and we're usually the ones trying to avoid um, the bottom four. Yeah, times, times are changing, Dave, and you know, Salford are on the up. Obviously, you know, you do the blogs, you talk about, you know, talk to players. You've you got the feelings, haven't you? You know, people are up for this. The, the club is excited. Give, you know, we're plugging your, your blog out there. You know, it's a great read. It has to be said. Um, but you know, the fans are happy. Everything is going forward. You, you know, one of the th uh, statements that has been bandied around this season that I totally abhor it's the comment that anybody c can beat anybody else. And, th and that's just been taken as, as true, but it isn't true because it's a downright insult to Castleford who can beat everybody on the day and I think it's a, an equal insult to the teams just below them, Salford included. The top four have won as many games as any other top four 
group has won in recent seasons. The only difference is it's a new order and not the old order. The old order of struggling at six, seven and eight. And that's why people are saying anybody can beat anybody else. But it's not true. Come to Salford and try and beat us. It's a new world order out there, Steve, and uh, Salford out on the up. Big thanks to talk to us and the devil in the detail. Lovely to speak to you, Rob, and look forward to seeing a whole lot more at the next home game. So that was an interview with club blogger David Clegg. You know, what a, what a nice bloke and what a passionate bloke about all things Sofa Red Devils. Yeah, he certainly is. He writes some great stuff for the, for the programme. There's David, yeah, really passionate supporter as well. And it's excellent to, to read what he does. And it's nice to, nice to hear him there speaking on the podcast, Rob. Yeah, don't forget to check out his blog. He's talking to Willie Poaching about the second game, the game against Warrington. Uh, in the next couple of the next day or so um, it's great read and uh, make sure you check it out so uh, now what we'll do Paul we'll uh, look forward to ourselves to the Warrington game on Monday it's time for the devil of the Salford Red Devils travel to Warrington on Bank Holiday Monday, Paul, and you know what? I am confident we'll get a win. Yeah, so am I, Rob. I was, I was expected Warrington to, to beat Leeds, actually. I actually backed Warrington to win last night. It shows what a fool I am. <laughs> I beat my 40 points. And they're heading so, so, yeah, they, they, they've been a bit funny this season. They've been on some good form, though, recently. You know, they had a really poor start to the season, didn't they? And they seem to hit a bit of form. They, you know, they climbed the table, now they climb up to eight points. I can't remember how many they lost on the spin. I think it's about seven or eight. They about seven yeah. or eight games on the spin at the start of the season. Yeah. They were really struggling anyway. Well, they seemed to hit a bit of form and like I said, they climbed the ladder a bit. So, uh, but yeah, I thought we played well against them at home. Well, we beat them at home. I saw a bit of their game last Saturday at the Magic Week. I mean, they drew against Wigan. And that, to me, said enough that they've got some good players there and it'll be a tough game. Yeah. They drew that game. They should have won that game against a good Wigan team. So, uh, on the whole ground, we're going to have to be on our metal to win there. But the way we're playing, I don't see any reason why not. Yeah, they are eighth in the league, but like you said, they've been on a bit of a run. Um, I think it's important that the boys, you know, manage manage the game properly. Obviously, the likes of Dobson and Robert Lewis, especially after I mean to only play on Friday, it's about conserving energy in it and using it wisely uh, at the game. Well, yeah, well, this is where your conundrum comes in for Ian Watson. What does Ian Watson do, Rob? I mean, we could, I suppose, me and you could give our opinions on this. Does Todd Carney come in? Um, I know, and I spoke to Watto after the Magic Weekend, we were talking about rest and recovery for next weekend, and he more or less said to me, Todd may make the squad, as, as you remember, he did at Easter Monday, didn't he, after the Good Friday game he came in, but for, for me, I'd leave it the same with Dobson and Louis, I don't think I'd disrupt, disrupt that, um, not that I've got anything against Todd Carney, I did think he was poor on the Easter Monday game, but um, you know, that's just one game, but for me, I'd leave it the same this week, how about you? I'm going, I'm, I'd bring him in, I'd put him in. Um, obviously Warrington's uh, going to be a tough game but I think it's set up for the Todd Carney show he'll come in and he'll, he'll do a job obviously he's the kind of player that you, know, you need to build a team around but he's also got that bit of magic and I think on uh, on Monday when the limbs are a bit tired uh, he'll who come up with out? who misses out oh you put Todd Carney on the bench mm, yeah I put sorry, Todd Carney on the bench and then you can obviously rotate when I say that you'd have to would you'd have to leave Brian out wouldn't you I think if I, if I was to bring Todd Carney in, I wouldn't drop uh, Louis and Dobson. I'd keep probably Louis. If Louis and Dobson are fit and ready to go, and they both hold their hands up and want to play, if there's obviously a problem, a problem there or some fatigue there or whatever, then, then Todd would have to come in. But if those two both hold their hands up and say they're playing, I don't see how he can drop them. Uh, Brian in, for me, has to be in the team, I think, just for the way he's playing. Um, I don't think you're going to get 
80 minutes out of Morgan Tom because whether you're going to use Todd Carney as a, as a hooker I'm not so sure but I'd, I'd want Brandon in there so I think if Todd's going to go on the bench you're probably going to have to lose forward for, for mm. Todd Carney for unless, unless you've got Todd Carney at loose forward and then That's you could, right, yeah. you could rotate your forward. Yeah, it's a conundrum for, for Watford, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it's in, I say that's what you know. That's a good headache to have all the quality around him. Uh, I'm sure you know Paul is going to uh, come up with a, another master plan to beat Warrington on uh, on Monday. So give us your score prediction uh, for the Monday's game, Paul. Ooh, I've not really thought about that. You're not running down, no? But I, I might have to let me see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well cool. prepared. Uh, <laughs> Warrington twenty-four. Salford 26, but I did write that down on month, last Monday, so uh, you know, after talking Catalan, I, I might have changed your mind, but no, I thought the Catalan game would be a close game, um, and I was wrong, but I think this one will be, but I say that, I seem to say that every week, I said that we went to Hull, we by a point, and we got 50 points, didn't we? so it, I think for us, the Salford sport, it's hard, isn't it, getting to this, well, it's a good hard, isn't it, you know, um, having this where we're playing really well, and we still don't expect it. Well, it's still, still early days in our renaissance, I suppose. But I'll stick with my 24, 26 anyway. Yeah, I think... going to win. Yeah, <laughs> my dad started calling me out now on, on my predictions. You know, when I, when I say, oh, Salford by six, and he goes, you were miles out yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, so I have to start, like, thinking about it now. You know, because normally I just kind of like, let the bingo balls decide. I've not got the bingo balls here today, unfortunately, because they're not in my house. So I'm going to go Salford, no, Warrington 20... <laughs> Salford, 36, 36-20, Salford, good away win, happy yeah. with that, I think, I'll yeah. take uh, 36, two wins all, out of two, over the uh, the short turnaround, and uh, momentum building, I think, on our, on our quest to, to talk to the I'd top of the season. I'd be happy with either of them, 36-20, it'd be a tremendous uh, result, and Castleford, I think, play Lee on the, on on Monday, so that's a tough away fixture for Castleford, you know, Lee had a good win at, at Hull on Friday night so uh, that'll be a tough game for them so hopefully they can slip up and we can get a level on points with them but it's, uh, it's turning into an excellent season a really exciting season but like I said Warrington have got some standout players we're going to have to look out for yeah it's going to be a really intriguing game on uh, Monday Paul and uh, we're all looking forward to it already so that was uh, the end of this podcast the pop-up podcast with the dev in the detail uh, been a great show Paul yeah, I really enjoyed it. Really looking forward to one. You can't wait. And it's always, I always think it's an excellent away picture to go to Warrington. It's an enjoyable one just down the road. And we always tend to take a good following there, especially the bank holiday Monday. So I can't wait for it. I think it'll be a great atmosphere. And the noise we make down there, we always seem to take over that stadium when we go. So uh, if you get yourselves down there on Monday, it's going to be a great day. Yeah, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Devil Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and uh, WhitelineFeverRadio.com. So thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week.